Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the Storyteller's Corner. I'm your host, Joshua Calkins Trilogy, known many places online as Byron of Sidious. Today, I wanted to, kind of in conjunction with the completion of the fiction story, uh, working the program, I wanted to offer a more personal story. And this one takes us back a long while. <clears throat> takes us back to my high school years. This is a personal story, of which I, I try not to divulge too many. I'm not just <clears throat> a geek, <laughs> which I'm, I'm typically kind of proud of being. But there is an athletic streak to me. My brother Colin and I are practitioners of Chinese-American Kenpo Karate, and have been for years, as developed by Ed Parker, out of Hawaii, and brought to the mainland. Um, I myself trained long enough to receive my first degree black belt in Kenpo. My brother Colin stuck with it, however, and uh, is currently a fifth Don, or fifth degree black belt in Kenpo. He is a part-time instructor uh, as a second job, but that's aside from the point. I've always been a big fan of football, American-style football. And back in the summer between my sophomore and junior years of high school, I went and attended open tryouts for my high school's varsity football team. I wanted to be a kicker. I had a strong set of legs, and uh, there wasn't much emphasis put on the position. And I tried out a number of practice kicks, and... Uh, Ultimately, I ended up making it through tryouts and being accepted as the varsity squad's kicker and punter. <clears throat> because of my general physical size, they also wanted me to try out for a position on defense as an inside linebacker. I wasn't good enough to make first string for that position, but they did tag me as a backup for inside linebacker. So whenever uh, Troy or Jacob, I can't remember their last names, but they were our first string right inside linebacker and left inside linebacker. If they needed to take a rest for a few snaps, they would throw me in there. Now, over the course of a season and a half, the full junior year and half of my senior year's uh, schedule, <clears throat> over that period of time, as an inside linebacker, I totaled eight tackles, three quarterback sacks, eight quarterback hurries, and two knockdowns. Not terrible for a kid who was not the most talented at the sport. But my biggest point of pride at that time had been my record as a kicker. My entire junior year, over the course of 10 regular season games, we did not make the postseason. Uh, I did not miss a single extra point, And I only missed two field goal attempts. The first one wasn't even a miss. It was a block. I hesitated before running up to make the kick. And you know, some kid from West Seneca got lucky. He got his hand on the ball. 
and just knocked it clear to the sidelines. But the second attempt that I missed was an attempted 54-yard field goal. And, well, I don't think anybody would have blamed a a 17-year-old kid for not making that shot. But failure, failure is a teacher that we don't appreciate until later on in life. Failure can help cement our personality and help us realize that maybe a pursuit is not for us. Because of football practice, I had been spending less time at the dojo, at the Quan, practicing. And I had also let slip many of my earliest attempts at creative writing. I was spending less time on the computer drafting short stories and more time in the backyard or down at the at the high school field in off hours with some of my friends practicing kicks. I was spending less time writing. My senior year, the fifth game of the year, we were scheduled to play Hamburg North. Now, for 13 years running, the Hamburg North varsity squad had utterly pummeled the living Christ out of Lakeshore High School's varsity squad. <laughs> 13 years of just getting bludgeoned by these guys, no matter what the makeup of the team. It was kind of a long-standing joke. But we had gone, managed to go toe-to-toe with these guys. <clears throat> through three and a half quarters of football. And we were tied up 17 to 17. And at some point, our quarterback, after receiving, after we received a punt that landed us back on our own two-yard line, rather than handing the ball off and trying to just create some space for himself, Our quarterback decided to drop back, and he got smashed into the ground in our own end zone for a safety. So we were down two points, and we had to kick off. Thankfully, our first string defense was bullheaded enough to manage to stop them from getting more than one first down, and we received the ball with about two minutes, two and a half minutes left in the game. And we managed to drive down the field far enough that we were able to line up what was, for me at that time, kind of a chip shot, 25-yard attempt. We would be up by one point, and there were only 19 seconds left on the game clock. Hamburg North called a timeout, so we had to kick the ball. There was no running out the clock to the last minute and then letting me kick the ball as time expired. That wasn't going to happen. So we snapped we snapped the ball and I jogged up, toddled up, and I smashed the fucker right through. And I felt elated. We were up by one point. I was going to be hailed as a hero. I felt like I couldn't lose. There's just one problem. Hamburg North had as its return man 
a young gentleman by the name of Zach Johnson. This kid was a kick-and-punt-return fucking phenom. This kid had more touchdowns from kick-and-punt returns than all of Hamburg North's wide receivers and running backs combined over only the course of four games. And he had already run back a punt on us for a touchdown. So Coach Bart, he told me, what you're going to do on this kickoff is you're going to boot that ball as hard as you fucking can through the back of their end zone. Do not let that kid touch the ball. I said, okay. I had my job. I knew what I needed to do. So I got the ball teed up. And I did my little shuffle steps. And I cranked the ball. Unfortunately, I got my foot all the way under the ball. So it went high, and it hung there in the air. It got decent distance, but hang time doesn't mean the ball goes out the back. Johnson got under the ball, and he grabbed it. And I knew it was going to get grabbed. As soon as I saw it going up, I thought, oh, fuck. I muffed this. I better get down there. So I started running after the ball. I managed to outpace a couple of our return or coverage team guys. And I started for the sideline because Johnson started for the sideline after dodging like four of our guys. I thought, okay, somebody's going to stop him. Someone's going to push him out of bounds. And he dodged a couple more cover guys. Now, I had three or four guys behind me now who could stop him, or I could. And I was running at this kid as fast as I could. And I got to tell you, he cut a turn and bolted away from me like greased fucking lightning. I didn't even get a finger on this kid's jersey. I I swiped out at him, and I probably could have had an extra arm length from the end of my fingertip, and I wouldn't have caught him. But because I was swinging to grab him, that momentum, I tumbled to the fucking ground. And I watched him, from the ground, dodge past three more guys... And run that fucking kickoff back for our touchdown with no time on the clock. Once again, Hamburg North beat Lakeshore. Because I fucked up. Because I didn't drill the ball through the back of their end zone. Because I let Zach Johnson <clears throat> get his hands on the ball. I failed. There is a feeling when a bug bites you that at first it stings and it's shocking and it's terrifying. This was an internal agony like a dozen 
bugs biting my guts over and over and over again. I got up off the ground, took off my helmet, and I started towards the sideline. And Coach Bart, to his credit, he didn't yell at me, he didn't cuss me out. He just kind of stood there with his hands on his hips, with a clipboard in hand. And he said, well, what can you do? That kid's a freak. And I handed him my helmet, and I said, I can't do anything about it. And I'm not going to. I'm done. I quit the team. Five weeks in to my senior year. I was never going to be a professional athlete. I was never going to be a collegiate athlete. I knew that. I was doing it because I loved football. I loved the game. But I wasn't good enough at it. And I would never be good enough at it. And I knew that. In that moment, I knew. Not only did I fuck this up, but even if I had gotten it just right, it would not have ended well for me. So I quit the team. I stopped playing football. I stopped going to practice. And I filled that time back up, going to the Quan and spending some evenings at home, doodling and writing short stories in my notebooks. I got back into doing what gave me tremendous joy. There was no audience of appreciation for it. There was nobody cheering for me. I didn't get to wear a jersey. There was no camaraderie in being part of the team. But that was okay. I didn't mind. Because I was back to being who I was at my core. That's something they, they don't talk about much when you're a kid. They don't tell you that sometimes you have to fail to recognize who you really are. You have to fail to, re to realize this isn't who I am. This isn't for me. There are plenty of people who will tell you that failure is a great teacher. And it's a valid point. What I don't hear mentioned frequently, however, is that what failure can teach you is who you are supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be a jock. I'm not supposed to be a football player. I'm supposed to tell stories. That's who I am. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I ask that you take care of yourselves. And as always, keep reading. <laughs>